Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're so excited that you're here tonight as we talk about all that's going on in the last week. And the big thing that happened in the last week is the end of the holiday season, which I think is perhaps the longest holiday season anywhere. It's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no. Roughly, it was about the same amount of time as Starbucks. Because True. Starbucks started the week before. But you also ended music the week before they ended their Christmas no. stuff. Oh, I went into a Starbucks and it was normal music again. Well, you could also be playing normal music. Okay. I'm just saying. So Starbucks and Disneyland roughly run for about the same amount of time. But it's not a theme park. I'm no, like <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. Okay. All right. Uh, what should people do, Katie, if they'd like to join the conversation? You should go to geekscorner.live mm-hmm. and in the chat, mm-hmm. um, you can tell us really fun things. Something that I wanted to say on the show because I thought it was really fun. I just saw a tweet and I, I put it up on my Twitter um, asking what everyone's regional uh, field trip was growing up. Uh, mine was Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> uh, also the Long Beach Aquarium. But uh, I went to Knott's Berry Farm twice. Uh, what was yours? Uh, Valley Fair, which was not close at all. It was many hours to get to because it was hours? down in Minneapolis. Oh, wow. Yes. And um, it is basically Magic Mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Magic Mountain. That's a really good field trip then. Outside of Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. So our our field trips they they bought in the education or the education was like, oh, it's a mining town, um, and then like they would just like stick you in ghost town and be like, this is where you learn things. So I'm seeing Robert B says knots in the Queen Mary. Queen Mary be cool. I've never been. Well, I have been to the Queen Mary. I've never actually toured the Queen Mary though. I would like to. San Diego Zoo. I see there. Where to go? There it is. I would love to do the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, that one that one is a fun one. Um, I haven't been there in years and years and years. Um, but yeah, so go to geekscorner.live and tell us what your regional... The Edmund Fitzgerald. What? It was a ship. It is a ship in Duluth. In Duluth? Yeah. Why did you not go there for your field trip? Uh, we did. Oh, okay, that's good. We did that too. But I feel like the, <laughs> the regional one would have been if we got to go to... Marriott's Great America? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, we went to the Mall of America sometimes, too. In Minneapolis. I would like to go to the Mall of America someday. I got lost there once. It was great. Yeah, I think it would scare me. It's but fun. I don't know that I would find it fun. But I want to do it to say I've done it. it it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pioneer Farm Museum. There's lots of cool Ooh, things. Okay. This is fun. I just like learning about everybody else. So, yeah. Okay. Very cool. This La is fun. Parisma State Historic Park, a.k.a. La Parisma Mission. Interesting. <laughs> oh, All right. I mean, I did my mission project in fourth grade when I built a California mission. Guess what? Minnesota? You don't do a mission It was project. so funny because that was something that I said in a very Southern California way of like, oh, you know when you built the mission. But there was, then I was like Erickson Park and you could see a Viking <laughs> ship. Uh, but yeah, that was one of those things where I was like, you and I grew up very differently because obviously it's California missions. You pick a California mission. But I was like, yeah. oh, well, funny enough, we had that conversation at Knott's Berry Farm because they have the mission display at oh, yes. Knott's Berry Farm. Yes, it's kind of lost on me. Full circle. Like, yeah. I will admit when I was a young 
young child, the closest thing I knew to missions was what I saw in Zorro. You used to be able to go to Michael's and you could buy a mission building kit. Wow. Like that's, mm. and like you, you would buy like the little like craft trees. Um, but like, anyway, don't, you don't buy the, I don't think the kids do it anymore though. Okay. So I can't even tell people like, oh, don't buy the kits. Just build it. Like, I don't think. That With the, mud or what? I don't think the kids are like cardboard. Because oh. it was like styrofoam. Like See, it was when I was a kid, styrofoam. if we were going to build something, we would chop down logs. <laughs> and we would build forts. Okay, grandpa. It wasn't that long ago. That's what you just said. Like, back in my day, we would chop down if, some If we were wood. really ambitious in the summer, we would build the forts about eight feet up. And you built snow forts during snow forts oh, during the winter. Absolutely, winter, the winter. winter. <laughs> All right, let's actually build out Legos. Huh? Yeah, there we anyway, go. Sorry, Lego mission mission. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is that is amazing. Um, all right. Well, uh, before we get too far into the show, if you've got any Disney trips on your horizon, please consider using Mouseways Travel. Our good friend Matthew will take care of the details so that you can just enjoy experiencing the magic and you can do that at mouseways.com slash daps magic or if you click on travel on any of our daps magic pages that will take care of it for you as well and you'll be supporting the show it's a free service and you'll also be supporting matthew who's a great guy and i was in his wedding so all good things right i feel like you slowly learn more and more about mr daps and matthew each week yes it's kind of my favorite i was his best man and i i was dressed i got to wear a trilby i got to wear chucks I don't a, think you would be in a wedding if you couldn't wear and a, a bow tie. Because the only wedding that no, I've actually since I've known you, you have been in two weddings, um, or at least attended. I've been in two. No, mm-hmm. you officiated one, you attended one, and then you were in one since I've known you. And in all three, you wore a trilby. I don't think you would do anything if you weren't allowed to wear a trilby. It's probably true. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Mr. Daps has that tactical outdoors experience. Unlike us in California's, we just know how to use paper mache. Yes. Uh, no, I actually grew up uh, camping for a week without any, uh, anything. Like backpacking out in the uh, boundary waters with a canoe, a 60-pound pack. I really love when people are like, Katie, where'd you grow up? And I'm like... <laughs> 10 miles away from here. <laughs> like, I feel like we should do a daps ask someday where people just ask random questions about my childhood because <laughs> it's not anything like any of this. No. Um, all right. Well, the holidays ended at the Disneyland resort this last weekend. We were there for the last day. We were there for the last Mickey's happy holidays, the last day of a Christmas fantasy parade, the last day of even Nabi Dad, the last day of mostly kosher, the last day of, um, believe in holiday, believe magic. in holiday magic. The, the, B mode, I think they call it. Um, it was really windy, so there was no fireworks up high. Up um, high, but there were fireworks at all, which I kind of was not expecting. So. Yeah, I actually thought it was done very well for the amount of wind. And uh, I will admit, I was very glad that I did not bring a tripod because I would have been like, I carried this around all day for what? Well, and it was one of those things that if you didn't know what to expect, you I might don't not know the difference. You might not know the difference 100%. Um, so I think that it's a really good way to still do the show, but yeah. I will say that, uh, Angela and I watched them release the, uh, fire marshal balloons after mm-hmm. we were like, Oh buddy, those just went far. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, they, well, and you could see the wind blowing, blowing the fireworks, the fireworks and the clouds pretty uh, substantially too, which is weird because when we watched it last time, the wind was not there at all. So you just got this really weird, like double layered of fireworks, which I had a few photos on my Instagram that I really like at first when I took them, I'm like, oh man, the clouds broke ruined everything and then in hindsight when i was looking at him closer i was like oh it's kind of a cool dimension that they added mm -hmm. but um yeah so anyway that was that was sunday um of all of the things from the holidays katie what was your favorite this year mickey's happy holidays i would say just it gets stuck in your head and it's it's there for the rest of yes uh also <laughs> uh it's it's something it's a joke that i do about a lot of songs uh but murray and i kept doing it on sunday that's very funny because to the tune of the song you pick one line you just do it over and over again so we were doing because it's mickey's happy holidays because it's mickey's happy holidays and just the whole song you do that uh also works for all the small things if you just say all the small things multiple times uh it's a good little bit that I, something I, new every day i enjoy doing yeah and wow you haven't, you haven't heard me do that one um you're blessed anyway uh <laughs> Mickey's Happy Holidays. It's just a fun show. Um, I was really hoping, like, uh, after 2019, I was like, I really hope that we get this show back. I would like to it see is. it get a true show stop again, though. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully for 2022, yeah. please. Um, I'm going to say uh, that was one of my favorites. And then I see Soundboy Mike in the chat uh, talking about Fat Cat Swinger. And mm. that absolutely is my my favorite and uh, and even got to see you out there too, Mike. So that was fun too. And we got to see uh, last weekend a fat cat as well this week. Yeah, we did. So we, we got to cover a lot of fun things. And that's Angela great. was in there to cover the last night of Fat Cat for us. So that's up on our YouTube channel as well. So you can see that and tell us what your favorite song is. And um, and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in the there's chat. There's a lot so. of cool things <laughs> happening in the chat. I'm like, let's just go with the chat. We should have a chat show some <laughs> night. I think we should like where we don't actually plan anything and it just goes off of where the the chat goes let us know in the chat if you Powered think that's a good idea by viewers but uh, like you also you. have to let us know after the show in the chat because this chat kind of disappears a little bit um okay so let's keep moving on with the show is that okay mm -hmm. okay um all right so this week we got our first glimpse at where the direction that bob chapek is going to take the walt disney company is and i will flat out say I was pleasantly surprised and as was I yes um, it is not what I expected and I saw the the uh, the letter coming out it's three pillars I'm like oh what's this gonna be and because um, you never really know like mm -hmm. it could be it could be anything like we have different things that we uh, that we uh, subscribe to I guess you could say with daps magic and we've got uh, the about page that goes into all of those things and and this is really um, Bob Chapek's vision for where the company is going to go. And I thought it was interesting that it came out now instead of like when he first became CEO mm -hmm. um, and maybe respectful to Bob Iger um, in the fact that he did that. But um, we now know that uh, for the future, as they're really trying to set up for success for the next hundred years, as Disney is reaching its first hundred years, um, there are three main pillars that Bob Chapek is going to have the company focus on. Mm -hmm. um, first off is storytelling excellence, which I think is easily fantastic because that's what the company was built on. You know, mm -hmm. that's what Walt Disney was. That's uh, that's everything this company has ever been has always come back to uh, storytelling and excellent storytelling. Well, and that's I think the bigger thing um, 
when you think about why does the Walt Disney Company exist? Because um, I think that's sometimes uh, why we should be like, or the thing that we should be tapping into is the why. Like, why does this exist? Yep. Um, and the Walt Disney Company exists because of storytelling excellence. Yep. Uh, so I think the order of these is just as important as what's in them. And I think starting off with storytelling excellence is a very important thing. Um, yep. And so I'm extremely pleased to see that at the forefront. And and you can let us know what you think about it in the comments as well. And I really wish we had a, a third person here tonight because uh, I, I kind of want the, uh, well, I, I would like the, the happy descent, you know, like I, I feel like that is because I think as we were reading these, it was kind of like, well, this is actually pretty good. Um, which I didn't know what I expected. Is that yeah, fair? that's fair. Second one, innovation. That almost seemed like a no-brainer to me because mm-hmm. I feel like that is something that's been a hallmark of the Walt Disney Company from day one as well. You look Multi-plane at what, camera. Mul- that's exactly what I was thinking of. But even uh, adding sound to uh, to cartoons. Uh-huh. Um, Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, adding sound. Um, adding the uh, surround sound was the Phantom... Fanta for Fantasia. Um, Totally spacing it at the moment, but adding the audio for Fantasia. Mm -hmm. And you look at how Walt was always trying to innovate and create new things Mm -hmm. and animatronics as you look at the world's fair and And um, audio animatronics. Exactly. And, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this comes into the next thing. But um, the first two so far, I think, thank you. Fantasia sound. Uh, the first two to me are something that Walt could have written himself. Agreed. And and then the third one is a relentless focus on our audience. And, and I actually think that's something that Walt would have subscribed to as well. And, um, and I think if I were to have any criticism, um, it would be for this one, um, is he kind of used some, I don't know, businessy language as opposed to Disney language. So it talks about the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, uh, uh, I almost wish he had talked about the guest and the, like, use Disney language. I and, agree. Um, but I, I think that's, that's my only nitpicking. critique of that is that this is the Walt Disney Company as a whole. Yep. This is people buying the toys. This is people watching the movies in the theaters. Um, I don't know. Maybe this maybe this is me being a Disney apologist. Um, uh, but the way I read this is someone who has a business-minded um, or a business background uh, outlining their plans and what they want to do. Um, and he is working with the tools that he has in his tool belt, and that is business language. Yeah, totally um, is. So it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Yep. Um, but I think that this is really darn good. And I, and I, I also think if anybody else in the past had written this, people would be falling over themselves for how nice it is and how good it is. I agree. Um, because it really does subscribe to the uh, foundational tenets of the Walt Disney Company. The execution of it, we're going to see how this plays out. Like, it'll yeah. be very interesting to cover in the next couple of years. It'll either be really great, maybe not. Um, yeah, keeping guests and audience instead of customer and ticket buyer, I yeah. agree. Clocky. I think I there's just a um, there's a change of the way you look at somebody when you're like, oh, you're my guest versus consumer. You're my customer. Yeah, I agree. And and to me, that's there's a there's yeah maybe it's semantics, maybe it's not. Um, I, I really do hope though that these are things that really 
aren't just given lip service to. And mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I, I think all of us, whether you like him or don't, really at the end of the day, want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, if he succeeds, we get a better experience if he's following through with these things. And, and if he succeeds, the Disney company is succeeding. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's good for us because that means more more attractions, more movies, more Disney Plus, more, you know, the better the company does, the more talent it's going to attract, the more um you know, the more experiences they'll be able to create. And, uh, and, and I think that's also good why there's, or why it's good that there's uh, competition in Florida right down the street too, mm-hmm. um, because competition's a good thing too. It competition forces you to be, be better. breeds um, better things. Um, because if there's no competition on the market, there is no need or drive to ever do something better yep. because there's <clears> no <throat> one to offer a better product. Yep. Um, so I think with, Um, especially in the parks division, because there's a lot of people on executive boards and they all are doing different things because they are all smart and talented in different areas. Um, So there are people in charge of the parks division and not, not just Josh tomorrow. There's a lot of people over there. Um, And so I think that that's just a great thing for them to kind of have that competition. friendly, whatever, um, because it makes everybody better. And the people that win, us yeah absolutely like whether you like universal or you like disneyland you're gonna have a better theme park experience because there's competition well and and actually when you look at the third one he uh he talks about uh how the audience is the most important guide and Mm -hmm. it's the north star and and i think if that truly is true and um we might end up seeing like the the only thing I really have in my pocket to be like, yeah, he might be right on this. It, actually, there's a couple of things. One, uh, the the magic keys. Okay. Flawed rollout, I would say. Yeah. It was not perfect. But look at what we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. We kept being told, oh, it's going to be like a, a loyalty program, yes. which is not what we wanted at all. It's like, oh, so if I buy six tickets, I get a seventh one free or whatever. That's what it sounded and, like. And it really ended up being. Uh, annual passes with reservations. Yeah. Does everybody love the reservations? No. Do I love the reservations? Not really. Um, I do love the fact that I was able to go in Christmas week because I got reservations and it wasn't insanely busy. It wasn't packed wall to wall. There wasn't that social media tweet saying, Hey, you can't come in because we closed our gates. Like that's not, that's not um, (laughs) welcoming, but, um, but it, it's it's not as bad as I was expecting it to be. And I think a lot of people. Um, the other thing I will say is Disney Plus has actually been like I've, I've kind of wondered how it's going to play out. But um, it's been a a really good outlet to connect to Disney during the last two years, mm-hmm. um, whether it was with Soul, whether it was Luca, all of these things. And um, I actually think as much as I absolutely love going opening night to movies, I think that's the best experience you can have is opening night with other people who are excited about it. I know you don't like it, but I do. Um, But that limits how many people can go. Like you think of. Mm -hmm. So you have, and I think Encanto is a really good example of this. Yes. Encanto opened in theaters. Did okay. Didn't do great. Didn't do terrible goes on to disney plus and i think you mentioned this last week suddenly it's it's getting top billboards Mm -hmm. it's all over tiktok it's everywhere yeah 
the Bruno song is is literally you can't get on social media without seeing something about it. But that's because the movie <clears throat> became more accessible. Exactly. And and so I do think that's a case where focusing on the audience actually led to what our next topic is going to be. And that's the fact that Turning Red mm-hmm. is going straight to Disney Plus. Yes. Which I will admit I had not concerns, disappointment. I was disappointed because I love Pixar films on the big screen. Yes. Um, I think there's something magical about having a really big screen and a really good audio and and getting that experience, especially for a Pixar film. Mm -hmm. Um, Like nobody does it better. And and so when I first read the headline, I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. But then I'm looking at the world around us. Like everybody's working from home again. Well, a lot of people are working from home again. Um, there's so many near misses with uh, with what's going on. And I'm like, honestly, I kind of want to re- watch it from home instead of going into a theater and risking the theater experience for where we're at in the world right now. Yeah. And and I kind of feel like this is a if 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 Disney Plus had been in existence two years ago, how much better would Onward have done? Because it was a fun movie. Remember we saw it just before? Mm-hmm. And then it went to Onward right after. It went to what? Or it went to Disney Plus right after. Yeah, but I think if we'd already had this like momentum going, yeah. like, I think it, it would have done much better. And we weren't completely shocked. But um, yeah. I saw it at 1 a.m. Yeah, but I, I just think it's going to create a it's going to create an opportunity for more people to see it. Mm-hmm. They'll probably end up selling more merchandise. Um. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm not like this very much on geeks corner. Uh, I'm just going to keep putting on my, my business operational hat. Okay. You do that. It's also going to drive more people to Disney plus. Well, I think that's totally it. Like uh, yeah. people, like if you want to grow your subscriber base, what do families like to watch? Pixar movies. Yep. Um, oh, we're now, I, I think it's less a diss on Pixar and more of like a, this is what could bring people to the platform that aren't already here. Well, and don't you think it's also a paradigm shift that we have to get it out of our heads that the best place to go is only the theaters? Yeah. Just because it's been that way for the last, what, 100 years? Um, but Let's go down and watch the talkies. Right, but you think about it now... Like if you're going to get the most, like at the end of the day, it's about influence mm-hmm. and, and getting people connected to your brand. And 100%. that means more people, not necessarily more dollars. And I don't know what the, what the connection is to that after people have subscribed to Disney plus, like, especially since it's not premier access. Yeah. So if they're getting their, what is it? $8 a month, $7 a month, $8 a month um, subscription. And they get a bunch more first month probably not making more mm-hmm. but you take that a few months forward and then suddenly you start thinking oh you know what they might actually make more with this on disney plus than they do in the theaters but the most important thing about branding and putting out a product is you want people talking about it that too. um you don't want people to just see it and forget it um and i have known so many people that have watched Encanto like 20 times in the past week um and everywhere you go somebody's talking about Encanto Uh, right now it's either Encanto or it's Five Nights at Freddy's um those are the the two things and the the machine one I want the machine one yeah the one it's I think it's on Netflix oh yeah yeah, yeah. um versus the machines yeah Uh, yeah 
the Mitchells versus Mitchells the versus the machines. And yeah. I actually kind of want, want to watch. I've heard it's I've great. So much about it. Yeah. Um, but again, you've heard a lot of people saying mm-hmm. a lot about it. Yep. Um, and this is exactly what Netflix has been doing. This is why Netflix created a film and television division for independent production is yep. because they want people drawing into their brand. They want things mm-hmm. that only they have. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was me putting on an operations hat. But we want to hear what you have to say too <laughs> about that. And what do you think about these these changes? Because it is a very different time and company than it was even ten years ago, and even three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things uh, I don't remember which interview it was, but Bob Iger flat out said one of the reasons they went with Bob Chapek is because he's a different type of leader mm-hmm. than Bob Iger. And I think that's smart for a legacy standpoint too. Yes. Um, just because if you had Bob Iger 2.0, um, there's no way whoever that was would be able to fill the shoes for one. And and two, you'd never see what the impact of either of them were. Um, Bailey says Mitchell versus the machines was really good. Um, well, and it's this is something I said today, and I think it's very true, not only in companies, but in the world, um, is at Starbucks, we call employees partners. And I said, I'm a wonderful partner. I'm very, very good at my job. But if there was a floor of only Katie's, it would be awful. It would be horrendous because everyone brings something different to the table. Um, and that's what's important in the world. Um, that's why it's important for everyone to be heard and be listened to and to be able to express their opinions. Um, and also in companies, we don't need everyone doing the exact same thing because then there's no room for innovation. There's no room for growth. And really, there's only room for one Mr. Dapps. That's true. So no one else trying to be Mr. Dapps. That'd be really weird. Um, <laughs> I meant in the Dapps magic organization. It's like we all have different roles. And yeah, at the no. end of the day, there's only one Mr. Dapps. And there's only one Katie. That is true. Uh, <laughs> probably for everybody's benefit. Could you imagine a Starbucks just full of me? It'd be, be pretty so funny. so loud. Um, yeah. I do R2D2 screams now at work, which is, uh, it's fun. That's going to get new people there. Yeah. No, it's good. It's really good. Hold on. I could do it. I could do it no, here. No, don't, because the microphone. I would I would go away. <laughs> like, are you doing it back here? Okay. We'll see. Yeah, have you heard me do it yet? You haven't heard me do it. Hold on. <laughs> don't knock that off, please. I do. I already did. did. I do Geek's Corner, or I do um, R2-D2 screams now. And then there was a spider. That was anyway. that was amazing. <laughs> At least it didn't break. It didn't break. That would have been awkward. <laughs> I am glad to see that Winter of the Magic is buying <laughs> a trivia tomorrow. <laughs> Got to get the bow tie too, Paul. Um, but this is a good time to give a shout out to uh, Paul, who's done literally thousands of podcasts that I think is one of the best on the internet. So if you haven't checked out Window to the Magic, make sure you do. Um, it is a immersive audio experience for the parks, unlike anybody else, and nobody does it better. So that's accurate. Uh, it is. It is. And I've known Paul since 2005, I believe. He can tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, Paul's we, a good guy. He is a very good guy, and that's why we're still friends, however many years <laughs> later. Otherwise, they wouldn't be friends anymore. If he wasn't a good guy. Like, yeah. That'd yeah. be a little awkward. That would be a little bit awkward. Um, all right. Finally, the Lunar New Year celebration begins in just a couple of weeks at the Disneyland Resort on January 21st. And Which is so soon. It is so soon. And I always forget how short this one is, too. It ends on, like, February 13th. And uh, a couple new things that are coming this year is we're going to see Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, so you'll get to meet her for the first time at the Disneyland Resort. You're also going to have a new 
I think this might have to do with safety protocols, but there's going to be a float in uh, Mulan's Lunar New Year procession, which with my favorite part is it has glowing uh, glowing uh, drums. So after after dark, um, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to see the... Uh, do you think it might be the uh, a redo of the float from... Oh, what was that other show that was over there from Disney Channel? High School Musical? Nope. Uh, Phineas and Ferb? Nope, recently. <laughs> During the holidays. The princess. Oh, Elena. Elena. I, I'm betting it's a, a redo of that. <laughs> Not me just naming every Disney yeah, Channel We'll just keep working through it. Eventually we'll get there. It's fine. Started DCA um, 1.0. Yes. You know, that's okay. That's all right. But uh, so that's coming in. Obviously, the food's coming in, which I feel like of all the festivals, this is the one we enjoy the food the most for. A hundred percent. Every time. Yeah. Like, it's it's always um, a great thing. And uh, then they're going to have some uh, performers that are coming back that are, are classics um, from every other year. It seems like they've been there as well. Um, and it's the year of the tiger. So Tigger will be there. Yay! Yeah. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, I'm really looking forward to the food, um, honestly. Uh, I'm also really excited to see Raya. Like, yeah, I think that will actually be really cool. It's going to be super yeah. cool. Because, um, again, Raya is one of those movies that have that dropped during the pandemic. And so... Well, and um, we watched it outside. Yes, we did. We watched it outside to on, be, a, to be on safe. a projector. Yes, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't a great projector, but no, it was fun. But it was fun, and I was very cold. Um that was a good time. I liked that. That was fun. Um, but it's one of those things that now that we are, um, things are slowly becoming a little bit more safe in the world. Maybe not right now, but in general, it's moving in an upwards direction. Um, we're getting to see more of these things implemented from the movies that dropped during the pandemic. Um, so I'm super excited to see um, Raya. The same way that I'm excited to see uh, Ian from Onward meets at Pixar Pier sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that was something that we saw their de debut in Disney Parks, March 5th, 2020. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh -uh. Uh, but yeah, it's just getting to see these things come to life that have only existed in our TV screens, basically. It's super fun. And, and hopefully we'll get some more in the upcoming uh, Disneyland After Dark events that will be happening in the next few months, um, which will also be a lot of fun. And hope y'all got your Villains Night and Star Wars Night tickets That today. was today. Yes. And, uh, Unless you already called and switched them over. And if, if you didn't, we will be covering it so uh, you can watch our YouTube channel and not miss any of it. You know what's weird that just happened? We went into Geeks Corner Plus and nobody in the chat said it. No word. one said... Geeks Corner Plus. Apparently it's it's gone. Guys, I did my R2D2 scream for Geeks Corner Plus. What is this? New Year, new audience? Guys, guys, you make a New Year's resolution to stop talking about Geeks Corner Plus? We don't want it. Anyway, welcome to Geeks Corner Plus. Your credit card will be automatically charged. Um <laughs> Geeks, mm -hmm. Geeks Hashtag Corner. Geeks Corner. Uh, Plus. But we do have coming up, and you can be a part of this just like we always offer, is in just a few weeks. I don't know exactly when yet. Uh, the Dapsies are coming back. The annual <laughs> award show. Stress. That's really the only one that matters. Uh, but it's, Well, the other ones are canceled. Yes, but we, we are going to have ours, and you can be a part of that by nominating your favorite entertainer, uh, your favorite YouTube video, lots of different things. You remember the five uh, 
Okay, look it up. Because I'm like, I always ask you this about this time of year. Here's the thing is that um, we keep a note so that we remember also what we uh, did last year. Yes. Um, It is movies. So you can nominate movies from the last year. YouTube. YouTube videos from the last year. People. People from the last year. That's going to be fun this year. Geek. Geek. That's an easy one. And the corner. And the corner. That would be a fun one, too, I feel like, from the last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very funny. Um, just to just to name some of the things that uh, existed last year, because I think it's very funny. Um, in the people category, we had the Impractical Jokers. Big yikes. Uh, they don't exist anymore. Uh I'm liking the most stable GoPro video. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, Joe, Joe Gatto just left. just left, but for now, I to bet me, he comes back. I hope so. Yeah, um, but no, Joe. That's that's weird. Uh, in in Geek, we had. I feel like Paul and I, with our stable GoPros, need to go on like a adventure yes, in the park, do. and like each of us film something ridiculous and then compare our videos because it's the same camera and the same. That'd be funny. Uh, in in the geek category, uh, we had Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and they had the Where Were You All Summer Award. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and Poor Chewbacca. For the corner, Norm the Porg got Katie's best friend. That's a good one. So, he was, yeah, uh, in each category, five things tweeted us. Let us know what you think should be in there. That um, also means we need to come up with our short films. The hashtag. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> I'm stressed because I haven't thought of what that is. Um, so, yeah, use the hashtag Geeks Corner. I'm just going to hold this from here on out. Okay, you do that. Forever, like a boom box. Oh, okay. Well, then why don't you get us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> you go to tapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Uh, subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss any of it. That is very important. Also, head on over to our YouTube channel if you're not there already. And make sure to subscribe because we've got a ton of videos that continue to go up because we keep finding more. And that's always a good thing. We've got more from the archives. We've got more from Florida. And we'll have more very soon from the Lunar New Year celebration at Disney California Adventure. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.